Hello and welcome to the very first Talk podcast. This is going to be a new way for retailers to digest all of the information important to them. It was a really busy month for us at Talk. We put out a lot of content, so let's start with the important HFSS discussion. Paul Chima spoke briefly with representatives from PVM and ACS about what these regulations could mean for retailers. Let's hear more. Ed, can you tell us retailers what's going on and what is it? What the government has now settled on um, is a plan to restrict um, promotions, volume promotions uh, by retailers and also restrict where you can put certain high fat salt sugar products in your store. Um, mm-hmm. There is a criteria for what, which retailers are in and which retailers are out. Um, so generally, if you're under have less than 50, 50 employees, then you'd be out of scope on a lot of these uh, regulations. But if you've got over 50 employees, you'd be in scope of the promotion restrictions. And if you've got over 50 employees and a, a floor space over 2,000 square feet, then you would be in scope of the location restrictions. Now, there's a few more clarifications I can make on that um, as we go through today, but that's the broad headlines. Okay. And from PVM, Chris, you know, what does this mean for you? Uh, broadly, uh, in, in this in this sector, Paul, uh, as Ed's just said, we, we, we believe that a large majority of the stores we're visit, visiting uh, sort of won't be encompassed um, by the legislation. Uh, and our, our position is going to be that we want to continue to do the right thing by the retailer and not become, uh, you know, police, uh, the police in store and telling retailers the way to behave. Mm-hmm. But we want to work with them. If retailers are led by a change in consumer and, 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 and uh, customer dynamics because of the legislation elsewhere, then we'll work with the retailers when we visit to have the right range in the right place with the right visibility. Okay, and do, do you, I mean this this whole thing with less than so many employees and your square foot of this size and that size, it can be very confusing um, for retailers and maybe more so confusing for the shoppers, right? Very much so, yes. And you know, a lot of this is still being clarified. One of the big challenges we have is that we don't have the final regulations yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we we do have a good idea from. Um, from the, from the consultation that's already been published, as Chris said, that most retailers would be out of scope, out of, scope of this. So I think the ones that have got to look most closely at this are those with more than 50 employees, and that includes anyone that trades under a symbol group brand at this point in time, mm-hmm. um, and who has, has a store over 2,000 square feet. Those are the ones that I've got to pay the most attention to what's coming uh, when we get more detail. Okay, and there's also this whole piece around when most stores are now using social media to drive their business. There's a piece around, you know, at what time you can do your posting. And again, it goes by that size of your store and how many employees you've got. Um, so what are the guidelines around that? Or is there any at the moment? Yeah, so this is a this is a separate announcement, which is around um, TV advertising uh, and a 9pm watershed. So you couldn't do any TV advertising um, before the 9pm watershed. Uh, again, small businesses are, are exempt. Um, from from the TV advertising side, and then there's an online advertising ban, and that applies to paid for online advertising. So if you're um, if you're paying to promote your Twitter account and your local community, your Facebook account, then um, you wouldn't be able to promote high fat salt sugar products. Um, but that doesn't stop a retailer if they have a, a, a social media account or the, or a website to continue to promote 
um, their activity is only for paid for online social media activity. Okay. Okay. So when does this all come into force? Right. Well, that's the question. So when we were talking about location restrictions and promotion restrictions, so where you can put product in store and what type of promotions you can run, the current timetable is April 2022 for those regulations to come in. We're doing a lot of work um, with other organisations and many businesses across the industry to, try, to, to make the government understand how difficult that timeline is. You know, these are huge changes for the industry to, to get to grips with. They're complicated, as our discussions just reflected, so we actually really think we need more time to deliver those. In terms of the television advertising, Watershed, and the online advertising man, they are meant to come in in late 2022. So not a confirmed date, but a bit longer for those ones, so late April 2022. So if you'd like to hear more on that, it's available on our YouTube channel, as well as everything else that's featured in the podcast today. So moving on to our next topic, Paul Chamberlain spoke with Shane Brennan, CEO of the Cold Chain Federation, about the recent pandemic and the supply chain issues caused by this. It was a really good discussion, so let's hear more. So look, let's get straight to it. What's going on? We've got all sorts of frozen orders being cancelled, ambient gone from day one for three to four. We've got limits on cases, one case per skew. What? What's going on, man? It's, it's a coming together of a number of different problems that have created a massive labour shortage. You know, coming out of furlough, coming out of lockdown and the reorganisation of our supply chains um, and people basically still, we've gone out, logistics companies have gone back to look for employees and they're no longer working for them. They thought they were, but they're not. So that's one problem. We've got problems with non-UK based uh, nationals who've gone home because of the pandemic and we don't know if they're coming back. Um, and then right now in this window, so that was that was like two weeks ago. And in the last two weeks, we've had this exponential problem around the ping, the pandemic, which effectively is, you know, just 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 week to week, an exponential growth in the number of people that are out of the business because they're isolating. And it's sort of it's sort of waves after wave of pressure bearing down on, on the supply chain, first and foremost on the drivers. But actually, it's now seeing it's across the warehousing, it's across the picking lines, it's across every part of the supply chain. And I think the retailers are seeing it in their stores as well. So it is a really, really difficult window of time. And how long is this going to go on for, do you think? I know you can't definitively say that in one week this will be over, but, you know, what's your feelings? So the ping, the pandemic could end on the 16th of August because that's when the government says the isolation requirements stop. That, although the problem yeah. with that is we don't know that for sure because if this goes off exponentially, they might decide to extend it and that would be a nightmare. Mm. The shortage of labour, the more structural problem, this is something that's not going to sort itself out quickly. You know, the number of people that have retired or left the industry aren't going to come back straight away. There isn't really a, a route you can see that. The, the non-UK nationals, we hope some of those will come back, because I think hopefully they will, but we're not sure if they're going to come back this side of Christmas. So right. I would, my prediction would be that, you know, it's going to be a problem right the way through the Christmas period, and we might not see things getting back to an even keel until the new year. Wow. So look, what do you think we can do about it? And I'm talking as a retailer, you know, it's really hard for you to, I'm putting you on the spot, but you know, what do you, what do you think, you know, we've got to deal with this now? I think, I think the key thing is, is that, you know, you have to just accept this is a reality. This is the problem. Every single part of the supply chain is struggling. So we basically, the best thing is communication. So it's basically making sure you have an understanding of what the pressures are one step up from you, two steps up from you in the supply chain. Try and think about how you can take some of the pressure off logistics. 
So mm -hmm. think about spacing your orders out. You know, I know it's not ideal to not have daily deliveries, but start thinking about how you can operate on a two or a three day cycle, even though that might not be perfect for you. But that reality is if you're doing that, you're more likely to be easier to serve than if you are sort of demanding the kind of continuation of service as normal, because that's just not going to happen in this window of time. Um, so, so it's really about that communication side of things um, and just accepting that, uh, that, that, that it's not going to, it's not going to be perfect for a while and, you know, we're in it together. So the rest of that discussion can be found on our YouTube as well as our website. Speaking of the pandemic and the supply chain issues, Teen Amp Water gave an exclusive, amazing offer to us to showcase at Sea Talk, which involved pallets of water delivered straight to your store next day. Let's hear more about that. So look, what's the offer? Because we're, we're keen to know. Um, in terms of the pricing for a full pallet, we can have it in, on a next day delivery for £461 um, and the half pallet, I think it's coming in just over £251. And look, um, tell, tell, me, tell me what I want to know. What's the profit on that? Well, the profit on that, based on, a, on the 500 mil RSP, about 80p, you can be making 62% POR on that. So this really is a fantastic offer. If you'd like to know more about it, you can always check on our website or social media to see the contact information to get this delivered to your store next day. So to cool off from the heatwave, SeaTalk took a deep dive into the WineWise program. Paul Chima spoke to WineWise about the benefits for retailers of using the service to improve their sales in the wine category. Let's hear more about that now. So Peter, I know how, from your perspective, how can WineWise help retailers with learning a little bit more about the wine category to help them fill those gaps? Well, absolutely. That's what WineWise is is there for. You know, we we appreciate that. You know, you are busy running your stores. You've got an awful lot to do. You know, you've got dozens of categories to to get your head around. And what we want to do is try and you know try and help cut through some of that complexity of wine and and, and make it simpler to understand and make it much easier to sell more. So the first thing that WineWise can do is really help you understand the amount of space that should be dedicated to to wine. Then within that, the types of wine that you want to be selling. So just like Paul said, mm -hmm. you know, this is changing and, you know, ever evolving. It's really important to keep up with the trends of, of which wines and how people are shopping. Understanding the price brackets. Um, again, as Paul said, you know, these price brackets are constantly changing. So you need to have an understanding of how that's changing and make sure you've got an offering in the price brackets that people are, are, are wanting and are willing to spend within. Then really, I suppose, making wine as appealing as possible to the shopper by building displays and making sure it's really, really prominent in your store because mm -hmm. it is such an important and such a key basket builder uh, for shoppers. And we can really, really help because we provide advice for all of that through WineWise. And we even provide planograms for different sized fixtures so that you mm -hmm. can have a must stock list. You can see what the biggest sellers are and you can even take a shopping list to your wholesaler. So we're trying to make it as, as easy and as simple as possible based on the data that we're looking at um, so that you can really gain advantage of the, um, of the, of the trends as, as they're actually happening in the market. If you'd like to hear more about WineWise, you can always go onto our YouTube channel or to the WineWise website. Next, we're going to take a look at another deep dive we did with Magnus about their new TV campaign. Paul Chamberlain spoke with a representative. Let's find out more. I feel like I haven't seen one of the, uh, the Magnus ads for a little while. 
Yeah, so it's the first time Magnus is uh, back on TV since 2017 um, and the ads to support the launch of our new brand platform, which is called When Time Bears Fruit. Um, you'll have seen it kind of showcases the craft and dedication that goes into to bringing Magnus to life, um, but also moves from kind of the orchards and that production process right through to the high tempo world of our of our drinkers. Um, so, yeah, we're hoping to excite people about the brand again and make sure it's front of mind and really generate that that consumer pool for the brand. Brilliant stuff. I'm going to come back to the time thing because there's definitely a theme I'm getting from the ads there. But where's where's this being shown anyway? Just uh, let me know. Yeah, so we've been on back on air from this Monday, the, the 12th of July. Um, we've got a robust plan, including some great uh, key programming, um, includes the likes of Love Island and Gogglebox, uh, really to kind of engage with that key younger audience and recruit them to the brand. Um, and actually over the six weeks we're on air, we're going to reach 23 million adults in the UK. Uh, including 8 million 18 to 34 year olds um, and we're be shown in the ad on average of 2.5 times each which is great so that's it for the first ever sea talk podcast really hope you enjoyed it we'll be doing lots more in the future as always if you'd like to hear more about anything that was featured today it's all on our website youtube and social medias thanks for listening and i hope to see you soon